It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is a brand new week of Major League Baseball, and we are in the tail end of the quote-unquote dog days of August, ladies and gentlemen, which means we are getting into September time, which means we're getting into playoff territory. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. I am Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio, and with me as always, my main man. You can check him out on BetMGM tonight. He is the one and only Ryan Horvat. Ryan we got so much to cover today. We got a bunch of slates of uh, ball games today. Props, props, and props. Not to mention, before we get into it, let's talk a little bit about this last weekend. Let's see where we're currently sitting. Are there any good bets that you had? Any bad beats that you got? Because I'll give you one bad beat I had yesterday. I was all in on the Mariners yesterday, man. Really was. Yeah. I'm. I was very surprised they dropped that game. Although Sears for the A's has been money. That makes him 5-0. and oh. I believe he's got a, a ERA hovering just under two. I mean, it's looking like if someone was supposed to be traded for the A's this year, that could have made a direct impact. It's not Frankie Montas. It's not Sean Manaya. Apparently, it was Sears all along. Yeah, exactly, man. So, you know what? Yesterday, I actually had a bunch of good beats and a bunch of I had a I had a really nice day, had a really nice day in NFL preseason. But let me tell you about Friday really quickly. Friday was uh a crap show. We'll just say <laughs> podcast, man. I did the show with Tristan. I think I went 0 for 4. And I had this habit last week of betting the Yankees. And I just kept going back to the well. Finally, yesterday, I triple up on the Yankees, all the money that I'd lost on them. And I said, they're winning this game. They're winning this game on Sunday. It's getaway day for Toronto. And, fi- and it, you know what? And they finally get it done. And then also, I had the Astros in the first five. And that didn't look like it was going to go well as Atlanta goes up early 2-0. I pretty much turn the game off. I come back, they tie it, and I had them plus half the run. Anytime you're giving me plus money with the Astros, I'm taking it. I also had a full game. So yesterday was good, but I was coming off, like I said, a terrible Friday, man, where you're like, I'm never going to win another bet. I need to stop betting on the Yankees. I lost, I lost the U Darvish strikeout prop. They sent him back out there in the ninth. And I had over six and a half Ks. He had six strikeouts going into the seventh, man. And he pitched into the ninth and he still finished with six. So that's 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 the worst beat that I had all week. Because he pitched you know, a jam. He ended up the hater ended up blowing that game. Um, but yeah. So actually a decent Sunday, terrible Friday. Looking to have a good week this week, bro. Well, my only bad beats, I would say, were really from the Yankees. I was really all over the Yankees finally on Saturday, thinking that maybe they turned a corner. Not the case. And then they follow up with a good win on Sunday, which they desperately needed, especially going into today's game where they're facing Max Scherzer, followed by Jacob deGrom. You know what? This is not a bad beat. I just want your opinion on this. What are your thoughts on your boy Noah Syndergaard ducking the Mets this weekend? Moving his start, not getting the – oh, dude – I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm, I'm severely let down. 
Yeah, especially because like it wasn't even I mean, there was the Twitter beef with some of the beat reporters, a lot of the fans. He was talking a bunch of trash on Twitter. And yes. That's exactly what I, I live to see that, though. That's what we want to see. We want to see, you know, if there's bad blood. We want to see these guys go against each other. Brutal. Terrible, man. You know, soft. I'd go yeah. as far to say soft. And I don't yeah. think Noah Syndergaard is soft. I just, dude, you can't say all these things and not take your start, dude. You got to right. go you out gotta there. You got to take your start. You got to take the heat. You got to give it Brutal. back. You got to go out there and pitch a gem and, you know, shove it down their throats. Yeah. Yeah, man. That, that was a soft move right there. Yeah, but, weak. But, uh, but I do need them coming up here this this these next couple of weeks. I know you do. So fingers crossed on that. Um, any other things from this last week that caught your eye? For instance, the Chicago Cubs, man, uh, they're not a good team, but they've been playing some good baseball since the All-Star break. Uh, there's been some bright spots on this team. You know, Christopher Morrell is definitely a bright spot. Yeah. C.A. Suzuki's a bright spot. Some arms have been bright spots. Um, but for the most part, I, I was actually on 670 to score yesterday. I was talking about it, and I was talking about the Cubs' upcoming offseason. There are going to be people available, impact players. In fact, we already know how much money the Cubs have. In fact, if we were going to really break it down on highest earning franchises, you got the New York Yankees at number one at $5 billion at estimated value by Forbes. You have Los Angeles Dodgers estimated value at $3.4 billion. The Red Sox at $3.3 billion. And the Chicago Cubs at $3.2 billion. And here are the following teams. The San Francisco Giants, $3.1 billion. And then a whole billion dollars behind the Cubs, the New York Mets, the New York Mets, who we know already said are going to blow past a $300 million threshold at some point for their yearly spending. They're not afraid to spend. They are estimated a full billion dollars less than the Chicago Cubs. So to say that the Cubs should never be outgunned financially is an understatement. That yeah. being said, what's going to be available this offseason? I'm willing to bet that Carlos Correa is going to opt out of his contract. So there's one impact player. Perhaps Xavier uh, over there in uh, in Boston. Perhaps Rodarte. a few, perhaps a few other arms or a few other names that are going to be out there. Perhaps Carlos Rodon takes his out. There is a potential market to be flooded here. But as we currently sit, of free agents, is there anybody the Cubs could truly go after that's going to make a massive impact? Right, that's what I wonder. You know, I I don't think they're going to have a shot at Otani here in the next year. I, mm -hmm. I would love somebody like that. I would love somebody like. I don't, I just, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I would say so only because I'm trying to be positive and they do have some nice pieces. Morale had another really good weekend. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, uh, Keegan Thompson has been down a little bit lately, but still you like him moving forward. Justin Steele has been really good. So you actually have some young arms. You have some pieces in that bullpen. I don't know what the hell is going to happen with Contreras because you figured they were going to move him at the deadline because he is a 30 year old catcher. I don't know if they're bringing him back. Happy. I mean, Hap's having a solid season. He's coming off his first All-Star game. He's back next year regardless. So um, yeah, I don't know if there's really any impact players, but I, I do think, you know, if you pick up a few guys, a few pieces, you can move in the right direction. The problem is in that division, because also look at the division, you know, look at the Central. The Pirates are coming up. They do have, I mean, those young prospects, obviously, uh, Cruz, we think is going to be really good, but I think it's going to take them a couple of years. Plus they're Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. Um, you know, the Brewers, who the hell knows what they're doing, even with all those arms? We know they're never going to spend money on a bat. 
the Cardinals are scary as hell. In fact, I can't wait to talk about them because I placed the World Series bet. If I'm going to get burned by having to watch the Cardinals win a World Series, I want I want a piece of it. And with Arenado and Goldschmidt playing the way that they're playing right now, Goldschmidt's not only the best player in the National League, he's the best player in all of baseball. He's amazing. It's amazing what he's doing. By the way, he cashed a home run prop for me on Saturday. In fact, I got two of my yeah, I got two of my three home run props this weekend, and one of which was Paul Goldschmidt. So thank you for that, Paul Goldschmidt. You are absolutely destroying the world. I, I'm still blown away by the Goldschmidt thing. Here's the truth. I, I I haven't been fading Goldschmidt. Let's be real clear. I, even on his worst year, I don't fade Paul Goldschmidt. But dude, did you? Tr- I didn't expect this. Did you expect this? Because I sure as hell. Did not in any way, shape, or form expect him to continue this. I was expecting for a down month, maybe in July, August, something to kind of bring him back down to a semblance of reality, but it doesn't exist. He doesn't stop. He is unstoppable right now. He's killing it. Paul Goldschmidt, I'm agreeing with you, might be the best player in Major League Baseball. It's crazy, man. Arenado has an OPS of uh, of a thousand, and then you have Goldschmidt, and, and they're both crushing lefties, which I can't wait to talk about that because they're actually facing a lefty today. Over the last twelve games, Goldschmidt is slugging eight twenty six, which is obviously the best in all of Major League Baseball. But also in those twelve games, I saw this crazy stat: ten balls have been put in play with an exit uh, velo of ninety five miles per hour. Too, he's like a video game right now, man. He's crushing pitching. I'm going to continue to play those props with him, but um. No, I didn't see this coming. I, I should have figured, though, and, and then you remember that the Cardinals gave up absolutely nothing for Goldschmidt and Arenado. Yeah. That's what I'm saying about the Central, man. Like, the Cubs, you have this market that's in Chicago. Then you have Milwaukee, St. Louis. Like, the Cubs should be the evil dark empire. They should be the Yankees, man, beating up on these mid-market, small-market teams. But with those two dudes in St. Louis and what they did at the deadline, adding those arms, they're scary as hell, man. So, um Going back to the Cubs question, I do hope they spend some money and at least move in the right direction. I just hope to be relevant in August, like watching, you know, relevant baseball. Them even trying to sneak into a wild card would be nice. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, because I don't know where St. Louis is going here these next couple of years. Yeah, it, it seems pretty interesting here for uh, St. Louis and not to mention the entire Central. Speaking of the Central, the Milwaukee Brewers. Is it time for us to just say it? I think the Brewers are done, man. I don't think they're going to be making the playoffs. I think the Cardinals are going to win this division by up to nine games. I, I mean, right now, as we currently sit, I believe they're up by five. Wow. Uh, yeah, and that this is going to end up being a double-digit lead. They're going to fall out of the wild card. The inactivity uh, of, of the Brewers at the trade deadline, I think, is the thing that's going to sink them, not to mention trading. Hater didn't make any sense for them at the time. I, I just... Um, I don't know what this team's going for, but it's very clear that the Brewers are cooked this season, ladies and gentlemen. I'm fading them the rest of the year. Same here. I, I have to do the same, man. And it sucks because there's a lot of guys on that team, especially because I got to cover them for a couple of years. I love Corbin Burns. I like Freddie Peralta a lot. I like Brand. I love, love Brandon Woodruff, man. Mm-hmm. And then who doesn't love Andrew McCutcheon? Want to see Andrew McCutcheon back in the postseason? Or Hunter Renfro, who's been a great story. Oh, he's been so good this year, Hunter Renfro. Really, uh, a true bright spot for this team. I hope he gets himself a decent deal this for this next season. Um, You know what the team we got to talk about a little bit? As sexy as the Mets have been lately, the Braves just went ahead and swept the Astros, man. The Astros, who we agree is the best team in the American League, to get swept by the team that knocked beat them in the World Series last season. And the Astros are no slouches, man. They, they played hard baseball, especially yesterday, coming back from behind and still not able to secure the victory. These Braves are going to be around for a long, long time. Here's my question. Marcelo Suno's got to go. Do you agree? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's got to go. 
He's got to go. Yeah, absolutely. It's it, it's time. The well, fact yeah. that they didn't make a statement and sent him home already, honest, honest to God, is a problem for me. It's a it's an actual problem that the Braves haven't done it, and it's honestly making me dislike the Braves a little bit for not having the stones to do what they know they have yeah. to get done. And that's the problem, right? They're a likable team. He, he has to go. Yeah, he's got to go. It's time, man. Just, and you, even the own announcers were trolling him in his first at bat. He even says, "Oh, Bill, here's Osuna from the Braves." Have you heard anybody? Does anybody root for this guy though? Does he no. have any fan left on this planet? The guy was suspended for a long time for domestic violence. Uh, the fact that we're all pretending that just didn't happen is a problem for me. Followed up by this, and here's the thing: it's not. Uh, I actually had this conversation with Craig Carton last week, and we we're talking about the idea of second chances. We do. I do believe in second chances. Not if you put your hands on a woman, I don't believe in second chances. But, hey, the guy has a second chance. He's already ruined the second chance. The fact that we're letting him play, the fact that he even took a, an at-bat the other day, honest to God, sickens me to a very nauseating degree because it's not just that he hasn't learned anything. His entire thing, he tried to get out of it by handing him his card, showing the right. arrogance of this entire situation. The fact that the Braves are just fingers in their ears and eyes completely shut is embarrassing. No, I completely agree. It's time for him to go. I would not... I would not shed a tear if I never saw him take another at-bat, play in another game ever again, to be quite honest with you. But like you're right, though, the Braves are never going away. Um, man, the Mets are good, though. I, I can't yeah. wait to get into the postseason in the National League. Like, we think we have an idea in the American League, but you never know. A team like the Mariners could sneak up. But it looks like it's going to be Houston. The Yankees got to get their stuff together. They finally get a win on Sunday. But, man, the National League is going to be an absolute bloodbath, and I can't wait. Dude, and real quick uh, on on Bet for the Cycle on Saturday. One, not only did I get my chest waxed, as you can see here, it is still quite bare. Uh, yeah, that looks freaking painful. Oh, it was painful. I'm glad you. I'm glad you noticed that, Ryan. Thank you so much for noticing. Uh, but on top of that, uh, the, we, I think we came out to. I think I uh, had a revelation with uh, with our with my other co-host, of course, Rob Brown. And this is it. I think I realized why everyone hates the Dodgers outside yeah. of Los Angeles. Why? Because we all agree, you even you agree, even if you dislike the Dodgers, you agree this is an exceedingly fun team to watch. They are so fun to watch play baseball, and they are so good. But if you are a fan of any National League team, I couldn't understand hating the Dodgers more, and here's why. It's not that they're good. It's not that they're fun. It's just they're beating everybody by so many runs, and oh, they're yeah. making it look so ungodly easy. And they're looking like they're having just almost bored and making it look so easy. They scored six runs in three innings against Sandy Alcantara, who hasn't given up three runs in a month. The guy's the best pitcher in baseball. And the and the Dodgers made him look like he was no – they made him look like I was on the mound. That's what they made Sandy look like. Yeah. What the hell is this Dodgers team, and is it the best team we've ever seen? It, it's definitely, I mean, I had to bet them to win the World Series, even though it was only plus 333. Um, we were getting better than three to one odds, and I had to bet this team. I mean, they have everything. The only thing that sucks, and we haven't really seen them all season long, was the Walker Bueller news, obviously, but then they get mm -hmm. Dustin May back. But man, I mean, and he team, looked great. Yeah, and this team, and you knew he was going to. That's why I got a yeah. kick out of it. Dave Roberts was like, he's not coming back to be our savior. 
But man, they were saying he looked really, really, really good in those rehab starts and in those simulated games, whatever he was doing. So um, they're scary as hell. They, they should win the World Series, but we say this about them every single year. I mean, the year where they go out, they get Machado at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Hell, last year, I had a lot of money on them last year against the Braves. Everybody was riding the Braves. I did not ride the Braves, unfortunately. I went down with the Dodgers ship like the Titanic. But yeah, man, I would expect them to get it done this year. I, I, as chalky as it is, I, I'm I'm still sticking with my prediction of a Dodgers Astros World Series. This team is ridiculous. Also on Alcantara, he's probably most likely going to still win the uh, NL Cy Young, but I think maybe it's it's worth looking at some other numbers like Tony Gonsolin possibly. He's now the National League ERA ERA leader. Sandy moves the second. Urias is three, and then you have his next three starts. He gets the Dodgers again. Mm-hmm. He gets the Braves in Atlanta. He gets the Phillies in Philadelphia. Yes, he does. I think Tony Gonsolin might be live, man. If he could get, he's got to eat up. He's got to eat up some innings here in these next couple starts. But he's the ERA leader. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not expecting Sandy to get blown up, but I'm just saying at the prices right now, I think it's worth a look. Well, also you mentioned Urias, who is throwing today. Uh, man, there's just so much available out there. So many interesting stories. A lot of time left, by the way. A lot of time left for the rest of the season. Who knows yeah. what's going to take place? You, you Keep in mind, we're also going to see up to another six or seven Jacob deGrom starts. So let's not uh, let's yeah. not let's pump the brakes on truly what we're going to see going forward as far as the Cy Young futures. Because when you have a Jacob deGrom sized meteor to throw into the Cy Young futures, you just don't know what we're going to get. But looking at the slate of games today, 